Hi, I'm Shalise Millett from Caring for Mom and Dad, and I'm here with Justin Wagner from Mountain View Funeral Home and Cemetery in Mesa, Arizona. Um, we would encourage you to like and subscribe so that we can get this information out to as many people as possible. So, Justin, first, um, what is the best way for someone to contact you for your services? To contact me directly at my cell phone, which would be 480-276-6489, or my email jwagner, W-A-G-N-E-R, at mvfuneralhome.com. Okay, and we'll repeat that at the end for anyone that missed it. Okay, Justin, describe for us exactly what you do for Mountain View. So I help families and individuals in pre-planning for the one inevitability of life, and that's death. Okay, tell me why this is so important. I have seen both sides of this experience. I have seen those who have not planned, and I have seen those who have planned. And 100% of the time when families have pre-planned their funeral experiences, the family comes back and says, yes, this was incredibly helpful. I'm so glad mom and dad took care of this for me. Yeah. It's kind of a gift to your kids. 100%. Because they are mourning, it is emotional, and they're having to make really important decisions. Exactly, and, and they're trying to basically plan for something as momentous as a wedding yes. in three hours yeah. in a funeral home on one of the worst right. days of their life. Yeah, yeah, and guess mom and dad's wishes and respect him, and they don't always agree on what mom and dad's wishes That's are, true. honestly. Honestly, so it, it's a gift. Yep. Um, we see it from a financial side or an estate side as well, a legal side. Um, we see a lot of times that um, the funeral needs to be paid for, but you can't access mom and dad's money without the small estate affidavit or the probate or the death certificate. Mm -hmm. And so who's going to pay for that funeral? And so kids are like putting it on their credit cards and paying out of pocket until they can deal with the estate and with a prepaid like none of that's an issue exactly a lot of times people just expect life insurance to pay for everything yeah. what they don't understand is that there's waiting on death certificates and those take two yeah. or three weeks yeah. and then dealing with probate and estates and all these other wonderful things that we have to deal yeah. with at the time of death and it's really hard to figure that out and now you're stressed out putting it on a credit card yeah yeah life insurance is weeks to months before it comes mm -hmm. in and so I, we actually encourage everyone, even if you have life insurance, to have prepaid burial as well. It's an insurance you know you're going to use. You know you're going to use it. Okay. Why do you do what you do? So when I started, it was honestly just a, a macabre thing that I thought, let's give it a shot. Why not? It's something different, something that kind of fits who I am as a person. Yeah. Um, the first time I felt the why of why I do what I do, I had this wonderful lady come into the funeral home and she just sat down. She didn't talk to anyone, didn't mention anything to anyone. The front desk lady was nice enough to go out to her and bring her crackers and a drink. And that's the moment she realized she hadn't eaten all day. She had been told just a few hours prior that her husband only had about three days left to live and that she needs to contact a funeral home. I sat down with her after about 45 minutes to an hour and a half. We were laughing, we were joking, we were having a good time. And she walked out of there with such a relief of the burden yeah. of dealing with those experiences, with yeah. dealing with planning for a funeral. And when she came back three days later, when he passed away, she had almost a smile of comfort. Yeah. Where that experience was significantly different for her because of that experience. And that's become my why. I love that. So, Justin, what are some misconceptions about what you do? Ooh. 
basically whenever you hear funeral home, you think slick back hair, you think <laughs> I'm gonna put your mom in the gold lined casket yeah. because that's what she deserves, yeah. right? Like a salesperson type? Exactly. Yeah. That is the biggest misconception is when people come into the funeral home, first of all, it's not a comfortable thing to talk about, but then they're also afraid they're gonna get sold. Okay, that makes sense. That makes okay, sense. so beyond the misconception, what do you wish people knew about what you did or prepaid planning? I wish they knew what it looked like on the back end. Oh, really? Because what it is is when someone comes to me and I, and I come to them and I'm like, hey, let's plan your funeral. And they're like, no, I've got seven sons or 16 girls and they're all going to plan for me because I took care of them in their infancy. Okay. I generally ask, can I have their number? Because I want to give them the yeah. chance to deal with this. Because if you only knew what this looked like to a grieving wife, a grieving husband, a grieving child, to have to do all of these decisions in such a short amount of time, yeah. I wish you knew what that looked like before coming to see me to say, hey, I want to get this done because I've seen that, I know what it's like, and I want to, yeah. I want to avoid that for my kids. Yeah, we see that over all the time here too. Like we, we could have helped you with so much before, and now there's just this mess mm -hmm. for other people to pick up. Exactly. On the back end, and they're they're mourning. They're, it's emotional, it's hard, yeah. and you could have saved them from all of that yep. with just a few things that you planned ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can totally see that in the funeral home area too. Yeah. Um, so when someone comes in to see you, what kind of questions can they expect to answer or things that they um, should know ahead of time? First one is, hi, how are you? Okay. Because I always love to get to know the people because yeah. it's a lot easier to deal with these things. Yeah. Um, when you know the person you're talking to. Mm -hmm. But I would say the main questions start out with cremation or casketed burial. Okay. That's the biggest question. Most people already generally have that answer. Yeah. But then it's a matter of what does service look like from the moment you're picked up to the moment you're presented to your family? Does that involve a casketed service ending in cremation? Does it end it, have a cre casketed service that you end up in the cemetery? What cemetery? what colored casket, what kind of flowers. And we, I specifically love to get as specific as possible. Yeah. So if you know your favorite hymn or your favorite verse of scripture that you wanted on the service folders and you wanted this kind of service folder, I'm gonna take all those notes yeah. and put it in the file because that way I pull it out and your kids say, oh, thank yeah. goodness that yeah. mom already did this. Yeah, we don't have to decide for her. Mm -hmm. So that brings up a really good question about cremation versus burial. So there's rules and regulations about being cremated. Like if you have six kids and you just told one daughter in passing, I want to be cremated. If you haven't specified that in legal documents, then you could, what is the rule and the guidelines on that if you want to be cremated versus buried? Great question. So we have a legal document that's our that's our cremation authorization form. Okay. And that form is outlining exactly what we're doing from start to finish in the cremation process. And that's all the permissions we're going to need from the next legal kin. Okay. And if that's six kids, we need the majority. Okay. So we need upwards of four, hopefully six. Yeah on board with your decision of cremation. Okay. More so than cremation than it is in casketed burial because in cremation, it's final. There's no going back. Yeah. Versus a casketed burial, we can make changes. Okay, okay, that's fantastic. And I think we're becoming less and less traditional about funerals and celebrations of life and they're changing a little bit. 
And if you put that ahead of time, what you really want, then that those wishes can be honored. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about transport. If transport is an issue, if you want to go from state to state or any transport, things that they should be aware of ahead of time. Great question. When the time of passing occurs, if you're looking to be buried in another state, primarily we're handling that transportation once we've completed our part via airfare. Okay. So you're simply taken to the proper airfare, that airline that's going to accept yeah. remains, and then they're going to transport you to the other state, at which point another funeral home is going to receive you from that funeral, from that airport, from the airport, mm -hmm. and take you to the next step, which is their funeral home, the cemetery, and so on. Okay. Um, if you're passing away in another state and coming back, it's the same process, just in reverse. Okay. How much is done here versus how much is done there is entirely up to the family. Oh. If you're thinking, well, I've only lived in Arizona for three months and I want to go back to Ohio, I have no friends here. Well, you don't really need a service, then do you? Yeah. But if you're like, I've been here for 30 years, but I'm still going back to Ohio. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to have a funeral service for my friends and family. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back and have another funeral for my friends and family. Yeah. And we, we see that a lot actually here. Okay, and that transport issue can be part of the pre-planning and part of like factoring that into the cost of the pre-plan and stuff like that. Correct. Okay. So one part I will do is I will sit down and say, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Where do you want to be? Okay. And then I figure out all the ins and outs. So I figure out how much you want done here and we mm -hmm. plan that through our funeral home. The next step is I tell you to go talk to the funeral home there that's going to receive you and plan through them as well. Okay. Because there's going to be costs on both sides and I can't cover them all. Yeah. But when you pre-plan for a funeral, you're guaranteeing costs through the funeral home you've selected. So to do that as early in life as possible on both ends saves you that much trouble in the end. Okay. And one misconception, and correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, about... Um, prepaid planning is you're not actually going in there and handing cash to start prepaying for something it's actually an insurance policy that you're purchasing is that right correct okay so what I do is I go through a statement of goods and services and that's going to outline and explain all of the costs on a line item basis that produces a total cost then through Arizona state law I have to submit that through insurance and that insurance policy is what's generated through the funeral home as a means to guarantee costs, mm -hmm. but also as a third party entity protecting everyone involved. Yeah. So that if you get, you know, I tell people the Bermuda Triangle experience, mm -hmm. well, I haven't performed any services and now you've been deemed dead. Right. Well, those funds have to go somewhere. But if you leave them in the hands of a funeral home, it used to be a case where they just hightailed it out of town and yeah. took the plans with you. But with the insurance policy, it protects everyone. If, okay. And so like the scenario with the lady that came in, she knew her husband was passing in three days. She couldn't just, it's against the law for the funeral home, right? To take cash before someone's passed away. Is that right? Sort of. We can okay. take, we can take funds and hold them up to 30 days. Okay. So that's okay. the fullest extent of which we can hold on to those funds legally. Okay. Therefore, then we have to push them on to a third party, a third party. insurance okay. company. Arizona is highly regulated that way. When we work with other states, um, there's not that much regulation. It's pretty casual the way the funeral and the burial and the paying process goes, but Arizona seems to be very regulated. Yeah, it's very regulated. We have such a high population of elderly. We want to make sure that they're taken care of and protected, yeah. and the law provides that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, okay, so on because it's an insurance policy, it also we do a lot of Medicaid Altex in our law office, and we tell everyone to get a prepaid burial because it's a non-countable asset for Medicaid. 
but it has to be written a certain way. So can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, okay. every policy we write in our funeral home, we write as irrevocable. Oh, fantastic. We put an irrevocable assignment so that it protects it from the state in the event of needing Medicaid or Altex. Yeah. Because as I understand it, they'll take just about everything should mm -hmm. have about $2,000 a month. Right. And then you're left with $1,500 life insurance policy to pay for your burial. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so irrevocable. That's what makes mm -hmm. it not countable. Okay. And so it's really important when you go um, to buy a prepaid burial, especially um, if you're looking for a Medicaid Altex um, purpose of buying a prepaid burial, make sure you go to someone that knows the difference between the irrevocable and the revocable. Because yep. some are revocable, and that's a countable asset for Medicaid. Yeah. So I'm glad you do them all irrevocable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, let's talk about buying a plot, because that's different than a prepaid burial policy. Correct. Okay. So Mountain View Funeral Home and Cemetery is a privately owned cemetery. Okay. So we operate in and of ourselves. So when someone comes in, we take them on a tour of the cemetery. We show them the different gardens. We show them different options of whether they want an upright headstone or a flat bronze. And from there, they decide where they want to be. So they decide, is it near a tree? Is it by this person? Is it by my loved one? Once we figure that out, we go through all the wonderful paperwork that comes with basically buying property. Okay. And you can do that in as, as much advance as you'd like to do in your life. And a lot of times families are like, well, I'm born and raised here, I'm gonna die here, yeah. and this is where I'm gonna be buried. Mm -hmm. Well, then they're gonna look to finding a plot here. Yeah. If others are you know, more of that instantaneous situation, they're mm -hmm. like, well, I need to find a plot somewhere. Right. They come in the door and we do the same thing. Okay. Uh, Okay, so someone comes in to see you. What are some potential mistakes someone might make before they come see you that they don't realize they should or should not have done? So I wouldn't call it a mistake, okay. but I would say uh, back in the day, Alex Trebek would come on television and he would say, for $10,000 policy, you can have all your burial need. Well, now that's incorrect. Yes. That $10,000 policy you thought was enough is no longer enough yeah. because costs just continue to increase. Mm -hmm. So when someone goes and they come into my funeral home and they sit down and they say, I've already got this $10,000 policy, what can we do here? Oh, now you're going to pay on that for the rest of your life. Right. And then they're going to pay out the $10,000 and I can work with it. But mm -hmm. that's the one thing I would say people do ahead of time that would be easier to yeah. do without. Okay, okay, that's good to know, actually. So so if you're doing pre-paid, pre-planned burial, you're gonna look at a burial plot or a place for remains, and you're going to do um, a policy, like an insurance policy that pays for it. Is there anything else to be looked at or considered? Yes. Okay. My favorite product that we offer is called Away From Home Assurance. This is basically whenever you're 75 miles away from home or more around the entire world, mm -hmm. it's a one-time cost that basically takes care of absolutely everything. Paperwork, logistics, customs, translation, oh, cost wow. in getting your body back here oh. so that we can have that service handled here for your family. Oh, that's fantastic. It's amazing. Wow. It's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I have another question and I don't know if I know the answer, just some experience helping clients. Um, you can't just like go dump remains in an ocean or stuff like that. Like that's a little bit illegal, right? A little bit. Okay. So there's a certain <laughs> amount of nautical miles when it comes to the ocean that okay. you can go into international waters and at that moment it's free reign. Okay. Um, 
Disneyland, I'm pretty sure it'll kick you out for the day and they shut down a ride for the day because they have to clean it. Oh, really? Yeah, that one's... Is that one a common one, Disneyland? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, a lot of people okay. like try the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, that's hilarious. Yeah, because they think it's dark and it's secretive. Well, they have all the infrared cameras. Oh, they yeah. They know exactly what's, they know going, what's on. going on. Yeah. So, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, in public areas like the Superstition Mountains mm -hmm. is where we tend to do our scattering. So okay. the funeral home is the one selected to do the scatterings, mm -hmm. whether by plane or whether by hand. We'll go and do the hike to the Superstition Mountains because there's certain areas there where yeah. you can scatter without it being an issue. Oh, really? Okay. But if you just like, I just want to go to the Superstition Mountains and do scattering, I could get in trouble for that? If Depending I... on the part of the mountain. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. So yeah. look at the rules and regulations yeah, exactly. before you... Check if it's public or private land. Okay. Okay. That's really good to know, actually. Yeah, it really is. So, so what would you suggest um, someone's listening to this um, YouTube or podcast and they're like, I got to talk to my parents about this. It's a hard conversation to have. Like... Our parents didn't want to have the talk with us when we were teenagers and now we have to have like the talk with them now that they're aging. So what is your personal suggestion about an approach to mom and dad to bring this up? So I'm on a personal level, the very quirky weirdo in okay. the family that brings up awkward conversations right. and do it with no problem whatsoever. Okay. So I've never had a problem bringing this up. Yeah. But a lot of times, people of the older generation, those who are parents and grandparents, have already begun to think about it. Yeah. At least one of the two, mm -hmm. usually. Um, if you know which one that is, go to them directly. Okay. And say, hey, we've talked a lot about this. You've mentioned before you want to be cremated. Or, hey, you mentioned you have a trust. And these are those next steps. And yeah. this so-and-so is an executor. What does this mean after you've passed away? What do I do? Yeah. Where do I go? Yeah, I like that. I We like to tell people in the law office, you don't have to have that conversation alone. Like, mm -hmm. bring them in. We'll talk. We'll have that hard talk. Just get them here. And, and don't, like, secretly, like, we're Kidnap going to lunch, right? <laughs> right. But, but just, like, you can have that conversation with them. They don't have to have, they don't have to do it by themselves and have all the answers they can say, can we go talk to someone together? And that also kind of maybe diffuses it sometimes if someone's mm -hmm. very uncomfortable talking about it. Yeah, and the other side of it is having that conversation in regards to a trust or pre-planned burial and funeral needs. This is a conversation. Yeah. You're not signing away anything right. just yet. You're not making a final decision yet. Yeah. Just start the conversation because at the end of the day, at least someone will know something. Yeah. Versus, nope, I'm not dealing with it. And then when the time comes, they're lost and confused. Yeah, and someone's gonna deal with it. And someone's gonna deal someone with it. Someone is gonna deal with it, yeah. Okay, so we started with a success story, a story that it just worked out really well. So tell us a story about when it didn't, when prepaid burial didn't happen and how that worked out. I had this wonderful family, fantastic family. They came into the funeral home and we sat down and they saw me so they knew who I was. They knew they couldn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, but at that moment, their loved one had just previously gotten married about a month prior. And that changed everything. Because now that next legal kin was his spouse. Wow. And now that his spouse was the next legal of kin, the children didn't technically have any legal say-so in what happened oh. next. Thankfully, we all agreed where necessary. But it was a very difficult conversation, having that conversation with the new spouse 
doing what she felt she mm-hmm. thought was right based on her original where she grew up and her belief systems yeah. versus the children who thought and believed completely different. Oh, wow. Yeah, going wow. from a nice, wonderful Southern lady who believes in a casketed traditional service mm-hmm. to a bunch of younger children who yeah. thought cremation was what he wanted this whole time. Right. Why are we going to change that now? It was pretty oh, tough. Oh, we've seen that. We've seen that where dad got married, didn't put his estate together, and like dies a month later, and new stepmom's like vacationing in Barbados for the rest of her life, Ex- and the kids have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's so tough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you get a, is a You get a, a few bickerings once in a while where you just get families that don't agree. Yeah. And it just, I always make the joke in the funeral home, if the four walls of our arrangement room could talk, they wouldn't. Right? <laughs> they don't want to share really those stories. Yeah. It's true. And, and even families that get along the best, emotions are high and people are mourning and you're in this area of the brain that doesn't really make good decisions anyway. Yeah. And, um, and you have to make hard decisions. And they all want what's best for mom and dad. Mm-hmm. They all want what's best for mom and dad. They just don't always agree on what that is. Yeah. And I, it is a gift to do that for yeah. yourself, for your children. Exactly. So again, Justin Wagner... Mountain View Funeral Home and Cemetery. Did I say that right? Perfect. Okay. To get in contact with me directly, my cell phone, 480-276-6489, or my email, jwagner, W-A-G-N-E-R, at mvfuneralhome.com. MV Mountain View. Correct. Funeralhome.com. Yep. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Please like and subscribe. We do want to get this information out to anyone who needs it.